Hey everyone, this is Connor. Before we get started, I just want to encourage you to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. If you become a patron, you'll get access to multiple exclusive episodes every month. And you can also join our patrons-only Discord chat, where Pete and I talk informally with the Podside Picnic community. So if you like the show, go ahead and check us out at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. Thanks. Welcome back to Podside, everyone. This is, of course, Carlo. And today, sometimes they come back. Pete is Lest with me today. old Podsiders be forgot. Yeah, you know. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in perfect um, in perfect fashion, uh, we, we're going to wish everyone a happy 2024. Um Probably like two weeks into January, so have fun, guys. Uh, I, I hope you everyone's gotten over it. <laughs> right? Yeah. I. How many people said see you next year on Friday? Oh, you know, I haven't taken a shower since last year. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all, all the all the uh, all the classics are out out for us. Well, personally, I'm looking very, very much forward to kissing a dog in about five hours. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Pete, just because Chewie stands under the mistletoe doesn't mean you have to do anything. I'm just going to say that straight out. Fair enough. It's, it's good to know the boundaries. <sighs> yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, man, how, how have you been? Uh, how, how's the... Uh, Tell me a little bit about this. Um, you bought like a forge, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I have been um, I, I've been studying the blade, uh, specifically making it, and um, I sort of decided that I needed a hobby that was both fun and useless. So I've been um, I've been messing around with uh, with uh, steel stock and uh, learning how to hammer, and I'm I'm at the point now where I'm slowly making knives. Uh, my goal is that by the end of 2024, I can actually make a sword. Not a great one. I mean, it's not gonna, you know, it's it's not gonna be in a stone for someone to become king. But you know, I want to be able to make swords. Oh, you want to make the 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 sword from Shinara? I see. Okay. Yeah, indeed, fine. indeed. <laughs> uh, and, and honestly, um, it, it I was just sort of like as i was listening to you i was just realizing you know with your with your current makeover and now you're like a, a blacksmith you you've you're you're slowly becoming like a, a dark souls character right like i i kind of am it's like i'm giving covered with more and more morbid tattoos and i'm i'm weapon smithing <laughs> and making creepy furniture and I, I'm basically doing all the things I would do that I thought would be cool when I was 10 years old. <laughs> I'm just thinking like creepy furniture, like a wicker maiden. <laughs> <laughs> e, that, that, that's closer than the audience might want to know. <laughs> when, when you want to make a, a torture device, but you know, you don't want to lug it around, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> make it, yeah. make it light. <laughs> 
Well, exactly. Or, or you want something that looks like a divan until you flip the switch, and then it's an Iron Maiden, you know? Yeah, the, the, the transforming rattan chaise uh, <laughs> lounge, you know? Exactly. Yeah, so I've got that going on, and I bought a, uh, I, I bought a Dodge Challenger uh, RT, so like like really rednecked and out there. And I the did did you see the license plate? Uh, what was it, Thursday? So I, I <laughs> oh. Pete, I am I am I I saw it and I was like, what does that say? <laughs> okay, it's uh, it's T H R Z D D Y, which is Thor Zaddy, and so like Zaddy is current or almost current slang for uh, a, a handsome elder guy. And the Thor on there is sort of the bearded Nordic Nordic aspect. Ah, I see. So yeah, you, you, just, you just couldn't fit Johansson onto the. Uh, yeah, indeed, indeed, or, or anything else coherent. So I just sort of went with this. <laughs> I still say it's a Thursday. Um, there you go. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that was interesting. Also. Um, Pete, you know, the Challenger, uh, you immediately made me think of like the uh, the Atlanta episode where they had all the like fake commercials. <laughs> I've never seen that. You've never seen it. I'll no. send you a clip. It, it's very funny. Um, but but yeah, yeah. So you, you're slowly you're reaching your final form, that of the, an NPC that sells weaponry in Dark Souls. Yes, yes. Or, or, or possibly the worst Pokemon ever evolved. I don't know. But the point is, I'm making changes. <laughs> what, a, what a strange Pokemon. <laughs> Just like... What what what? <laughs> yeah, well, you you, say, you know you you just uh, you got to look at your life and see what what you want to do that you're not, and that's that's what this the last six months have been, man. Just making those changes. So I'm actually going to the gym. I know you've been doing that for a while, kettlebell mm -hmm. man. Well, you know, yes, I I, I do. Uh, I I admit I swing uh, cannonballs that have handles on them. That is awesome. Uh, hey, you've seen my 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 Thor hammer kettle, haven't you? Uh, I think I did, but it's been a while. So, oh yeah, wait, yes, I, yes, I did. It, it has like the it's one of those uh, brand name ones, right? The ones that have like the the weight on the side of it or whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which would be awesome if I knew how to like kettle lift, but I don't. So, like, I, I stare at it and go, "Wow, that's cool." <laughs> I mean, so as I understand it, it's. It, the like all those different types of things are basically like i mean the clubs at least have a handle um and yes the hammer has a handle but it's a little i feel like it's a little too fine uh a grip point um for the type of exercise that uh, it seems to be which is basically like a a type of kettlebell swing right yes um but you know, like the kettlebell usually has a handle that is broad rather than, you know, sort of vertical uh, to the to the to the weight. So I don't know. It, it I've seen them. But then I was like going like, man, I, you know, what if my grip slips and I send something like tumbling either in front of me or behind me? That's yeah. yeah well, great. I mean, you're, you're getting into this stuff not because. Like you weren't looking for the coolest thing. You were looking for something practical to hold, which is obviously the way to go. 
Oh, silly me. Sorry, Pete. Yes, you were going for the cool, the badass thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I grabbed it because it was like like I was getting into blacksmithing and I saw this weightlifting Thor's hammer and I'm like, well, what are you going to do? Obviously, I must buy it. And then I bought it. I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I don't know. (laughs) Well, you you can't make a sword with it. Maybe you could make a sword of it. <laughs> I can barely lift the damn thing, frankly. Uh, how, how heavy is it? It's about 25 pounds. I mean, two hands, no problem. But I do mm. one hand and try and do an overhand swing and I dislocate my arm. It's ridiculous. No, no. In, in fact, I would probably say that the way that those things are built, um, I, I'm sure that there's other versions that have like longer like longer hafts mm-hmm. but if it's just that like short short ass uh kettlebell slash hammer thing mm-hmm. that's way too short to really get a good uh you know like get good leverage on it um, well if i put on my blacksmithing i've almost I, I think of it as like a like a, a robe or a poncho that i put over me for like heat and, you know, put put on, put on my work boots and lift up that hammer and stare into the camera. I look like a goddamn dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, Pete, but you, you have volunteered saying, that. Yeah, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm forging rings for Sauron or some crazy thing. <laughs> You're the guy that got stuck turning the spit for the ripe meat falling off the bone. Exactly. (laughs) I have a question for you, Carlo. What's Um, up? Well, we're at the end of the year. I know the listeners aren't, but, you know, like, screw the listeners. What have they ever done for us? (laughs) Uh, And one of the things I think about are things unfinished, because we all have a ton of them. Um, Is there a movie or book that you started and you didn't finish, not because you didn't like it, but just you didn't get back to it? And what was it? Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, hmm. This year or just in general? Well, I mean, I assumed this year because of memory, but like if there's a traumatically burned one in from 1995, I'd love to hear it. (laughs) I never finished it. (laughs) (laughs) The Goblin Emperor. God damn it. No, that one I finished twice. (laughs) I I saw saw it and said, this is awful. Give me two servings, please. Incredible. <laughs> well, I mean, in fairness, uh, the second time around was essentially to actually do the appropriate due diligence slash research for the review, which, you know. <laughs> yeah, you came uh, with a butcher knife. I respect it. Hey, you know, I, I just got I mean, look, Pete, there is there is a thrill and, and like I, I I may not be entirely proud of this, right? But there is a thrill in reading a review that is just so scathing. It could be, a, I, I just finished reading a review for a series of books that I've never read. And it was so scathing, I was entertained in a way that you cannot imagine, Pete. <laughs> oh, geez. You know, I, I have a regret about one of those. Um, I did a review for Robert Chilton's Men Like Rats on Amazon, mm-hmm. and it's a fairly popular review. People think it's really funny, but like I went back to read the book like eight years later, and I'm like, you know what? It wasn't that bad. I was just being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, look, um, there is I think that there is a, a long and storied history of. 
Uh, I think you you yourself have have uh, mentioned the A.E. Van Vogt um, uh, yes. Dana Knight thing uh, several times, at least more than once. I, I know that at least twice, if not three or four times. I am and, fascinated by that story. And and like there's a long and storied history of specifically within genre of people being extremely catty and uh, and and slowly becoming like changing either changing things or becoming sort of like notorious and or famous for it mm-hmm. enough that then people want to listen to what well what other what other garbage do you have to say mm-hmm. <laughs> um keep it and, coming yeah like like and, and don't get me wrong like i think that uh, criticism is 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 necessary it's vital to uh, art in general right uh yeah. you know, craft art what what have you um you know uh but you know there there are things that that can stop someone from writing, and I guess Damon Knight knows the knows the secret to that. Oh yeah, uh, that was the secret sauce. I mean, okay, I honestly, I I I have a lot of personal sympathy for for Vogue, but like him not writing anymore isn't really a loss for letters. Like he he wasn't a great writer. He was he was a well recognized and loved writer, <laughs> but he wasn't all that great. But Jesus, could you imagine what that did to his self-esteem? Like he was just pottering around one of the best. Somebody writes a review that's like, this guy is total trash. And everyone says like, you know, he is. And then you go, you know what? This guy's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that 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 is, yeah. Like, like I think that that's one of those things where um, how, and, and I guess the, the question here is how long into his career was vote at that point? Uh, because it could it could have also just been something that he 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 had been sort of like, as I understand it, he'd been churning out stuff for for you know decades. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And some of it is still at least indirectly influential. Like there's a there's a great case that he launched Star Trek. Hmm. Oh, really? And, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember the book, but uh, you know, he he wrote a book about sort of a military spaceship going around trying to help planets. And in it was a creature that was like basically the the xenomorph from aliens. Hmm. And, you know, it's like that book alone had a lot of influence on what happened next. Well, uh, one of the things that struck me and it's something that oh, I oh, oh, sorry, okay. I got it. It's called Voyage of the Space Beagle. And I'll shut up now. Thank you. Oh, no, no, that's that's great. I mean, and I'm guessing it's uh, th- that's uh, I'm guessing an allusion to uh, to Darwin. Um, yeah, <laughs> given, I, yeah, yeah, not Snoopy, I, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, for for those people that might not be quite clued in, I don't know. Yeah, it is not a a reference to peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I was just um, thinking about, uh, wasn't it Van Vogt? Was it Slan the the book that he wrote yes. was slanted. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's something that, um, that I remember hearing, uh, you know, sort of offhandedly in fandom spaces, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that, that, you know, he, he was the one that, that sort of got this idea that, uh, I, I, I've never read the book, so I, I don't know. Exactly I was about- reading it last night, dude. It, it, this is a wild conversation all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just tuned in, tuned in, baby. I guess, man. Get out of my room. 
<laughs> it's it's just a small pin uh, pinhole camera. It's, it's fine. It's Last wrong. time I run an Airbnb from you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the one where the slander, like a genetically superior culture, race, something, right? Yeah, that- yeah. I mean, you can argue they're a mutation, but there was some sort of machine involved that a guy was using to make them. But yeah, it's like, the, uh, the, do I explain this or do we keep going? It's, it's- no, no, I mean, explain it. Yeah, because I, I've never read it. And, and as I understand, it's an older work, right? It's like probably late 50s. Yeah, yeah, maybe even a little earlier than that. But that's that's the idea. Uh, so basically, humanity is is divided into three species, and two of them are invisible. Uh, one one is humanity, the great one is, one is one is women. Uh, no, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the red pilled. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> uh, then there's a group called the Slan, and the Slan look just like humans, except they've got two little tentacles on their on their skulls under their hair, and these tentacles allow them to read other people's minds, and that's their big advantage because, like, they don't have to go to college; they can just walk by a physicist and absorb all the information. <laughs> that's what they do. Apparently, apparently not w- without any of the extraneous, like, you know, what's the grocery list? Uh, yeah. Seven, mean, seven different anxieties that I, that the, the physicist is having about not being able to publish just yet this year. You know, go ahead. Yep. Well, the third group are what I'd like to call half-ass slants, where they look just like people and don't have the te- tentacles, but have the superior intelligence of the slant race. And they're sort of the separate category that hates humans and hates slants. And the the first book, because God help me, there are more, are about <laughs> this little little kid named Jami, who's a slant, who's the last hope of the race for reasons never really explained. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's 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 not a very good book. It, it's I, I I really don't get how this happened. How it's so known? Well, you know, you know, in in fairness, Pete, maybe maybe Jami, you know, knew he was chosen and then he slowly forgot. You know, so. You know. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, there might have been a purpose at some point. <laughs> And then it slipped his mind. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, shit. I was supposed to save the world at 8 p.m. yesterday. Yikes. <laughs> Glad I'm on this other planet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so one of the things that, uh, that I remember hearing somewhat offhandedly, uh, it's been sort of um, made more gentle, but. I mean the the language, not necessarily the the sentiment, and that is that uh, fans are slan. In in other words, that fans fandom of science fiction and fantasy, uh, specifically science fiction folks, really thought of themselves as sort of like uh, like almost better than. Yeah. And uh, I've heard it sort of like with more gentle languages, more like fans and and mundanes or something to that effect, which is such a strange thing to me these days, because like nerd shit is everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah, I I think that sort of thinking made more sense in the 90s and earlier when when fandom really was an out group. Like Mm -hmm. I am at work and people are talking about going to Comic-Con. And I'm like, no, 
no, that is my space. That is my word. You can't use it. And I mean, obviously, that's nonsense. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, sir. The, you, my culture is not your costume. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean – if I let myself, and I never would, like, the new Doctor Who made me mad because, like, <laughs> fucking everybody knows what a TARDIS is now, right? That used to be an identifier of some kind. Well, it, I, I think it, you're, you're on to something because I think that this is some a, a sentiment that is uh, pretty – I think it's pretty general, um, just – individually experienced by people who are like trying to, you know, that are trying to be like their own little in groups, cool hunter. Right. Yeah. Uh, you want to be the, the, per, the first person that, you know, listen to nine inch nails or whatever, you know, you know, you, you, you got all the, all the different remixes of the downward spiral that uh, had like five different tracks uh, in 14 different variations because I have broken and fixed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly. Um, although you know, as as a brief aside, what a fucking bolt from the blue that was for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, in any case, uh, and it's it's something that I think it's it's slowly moved away, not necessarily to something quite as exclusionary as that, um, or or at least uh. The, that particular sentiment has now become sort of like this, a weirder sentiment, I feel, right? Something that is much more in line with uh, ideas about, uh, you know, I, I've joked about it before, you know, the power of stories, you know, that, mm -hmm. that, that stuff. And, and like, I don't know that any of that matters. It's nice. I like I like writing and reading stories that are good. Sure. Um, uh, you know that's great. It's entertaining. It, it it it's an easy way to travel when you don't have money. Let's put it that way, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't think that me reading the latest installment of I don't know. Throw me a series, Pete. I don't know, like, <laughs> like a good one or a bad one. Whichever, it doesn't really matter. Uh, like, the, the Warhammer series, <laughs> sure. Like me reading the latest Warhammer uh, tie-in novel, it makes does not make me a bad person nor a good person. You know, because I'm I'm reading it. It just I'm reading a Warhammer novel. Yeah, it may it may indicate something about my tastes, but that's about it. You know, it doesn't really mean anything. Well, I mean, and we're talking about the culture as a whole here, and we're also talking about something that I think impacts us a little harder than a lot of our audience, which is there is a generational divide here where there's all sorts of significant and weird things happening. Like uh, I was I was just talking about this recently with people. I, I think it was for, with uh, with with our, our mutual online friend, Dave, where he was laughing <coughs> that a friend of his always used to size people up like when they when they were out and somebody walked up he looked at them and thought okay can i can i take him and like he thought that was hilarious like what kind of maniac would immediately sort every guy between whether you can beat them in a fight or not and let me tell you 
I do that sometimes. I'm, I mean, usually the answer is no, I cannot. But I really think there's a, there's a, there's a divide where people younger than us have let go of some of that weird, toxic crap. Mm. Yeah, I, I can't say I'm not entirely sure that that's been something that's uh, that's ever dominated my thoughts uh, recently. I, I well, certainly recently, and and I mean, I I'm, I'll be the first to admit that is a, a freakish and bad way to look at the world. Sure, but I mean, it is a way to look at the world. Sure, and, and I think that as long as you don't really act upon it, it's essentially innocuous. You know, it's I mean, it, it if you are able to maintain yourself in check, where you're like, if it's just simply like, you know, I need to, I need to look at people and put them in one of two buckets and that'll make me settle down and enjoy myself. Okay. Whatever, man, whatever makes, makes your day yeah. go, I guess. I mean, so, so long as it doesn't change your behavior towards them, I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like that, like as long as it stays in your mind, uh, we'd rather you didn't, but Hey, I I'm not, I'm not the boss of anybody, including myself. Right. So, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's a difficult thing. And I, I think that also there is like this idea um, of what I just said, right? The, the, the caveat I just made is something that people actually, I think, think somewhat non or unironically right that somehow if you consume or you think bad thoughts you will be you will act badly and well then sure, we're all boned yes yes absolutely but, but i guess what i'm getting what i'm getting at is that sure you can have like whatever you can have grumpy thoughts that doesn't mean that you snap at everybody you know you could keep it to yourself and that doesn't really affect anybody and that's it's nobody's business either. So who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, as long as you don't make it someone else's business, it's no one else's either, you know? And that's, that's one of the new things in the culture that I think is a little less innocuous is the idea that, that thinking certain ways and believing certain things automatically place you uh, as a good or a bad person. Well, I think, I think like, uh, Perhaps to use a very fraught example, right? Oh, so, are we going to Nazis? Please stop. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Come on now. <laughs> not nothing quite so crass. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like someone who, um, like you, I'm sure that you know someone. I know a, f a few people myself that are probably just offhandedly sort of like kind of racist, you know? Just yeah. Uh, if you if they talk about certain people, if you will, right on the news, you realize, OK, here we go. But weirdly, on a per interpersonal level, they'll be perfectly polite and nice to people. And that's sure. that's a very that is like very strange. And it's it's something that um, it's it's hard to square that circle. Right. Uh, yeah. Like if you're trying to make a judgment call on X or Y person, you're like, well, <sighs> sure, they said this, but, you know, I don't know I, that that's a difficult call, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there, there's there's a part of me that is not certain, but certainly suspicious that if if you uh, if you could wave a magic wand and like Thanos away every single person on the planet that was racist, 
I mean, you, you might have trouble getting a basketball team together. <laughs> Ask not for whom the finger snaps. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, yes, uh, it's uh, like uh, I, I can't say that. Yeah, I, I can't say that you're wrong. Uh, it'll be it'll be difficult. Um, yeah. I, I think treating everybody equally is desirable, and unfortunately, it's aspirational in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that the um, and this is where I think uh, you and I might might have squared that circle a little better. And it's simply based on what we've just said, which is you know, it's you know, if it's materially or you know, like causing someone like direct. Uh, consequences you know that's not that's exactly what we're talking about like yeah if someone's being a weirdo who cares like let them think their weirdo thoughts yeah yeah i mean you, you like chase that down all day no thank you yeah it, it becomes like a weird yeah it, sort of like red queen's dilemma you just keep on chasing 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 it, it never stops right uh anyway i that that's not really the direction i i I wanted to go, but it's just. That's like really you had you had a plan for this conversation. I don't know that I did, dude. I think nah. we just. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't have a plan, but uh, yeah, like <laughs> discussing. Uh, you know what? Uh, let, let's stay away from discussing uh, Twitter beefs, online beefs. <laughs> well, this is a significant uh, year for me in terms of Twitter because I didn't log on one time. Good for you. Yeah, good I job. I walked away from Omelas. If if oh. Omelas wasn't actually very good to begin with, I walked away from Omelas. Oh no, but Pete, Omelas the 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 basement has a sink. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a funny joke. You, I, could you imagine Elon just walking into the uh, into the the place where the child is kept and bringing his sink? Oh yeah, let <laughs> that sink in. Oh God, I. <laughs> What a scumbag! What a what a fucking asshole, man! Jesus yeah. Christ! Elon Musk, what a what an asshole! Yeah, I know his ass would be Thanos. Uh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. In any case, yeah, like, yeah, social media. I don't know, man. I, I I've continued because sadly, uh, Twitter is still somewhat um, good for, uh, you know, like advertising whenever right. you write you know whenever you publish something or what have you right uh it, it's not great but in general i've i've just sort of i i've become much more zen about things and i don't necessarily care it's no it's not as much fun anymore right, as well you know it's just sort of like we also end up getting the same five arguments cycling through <laughs> <laughs> like every year it's like oh it must be spring we're going to talk about the age gap or something you know oh god age uh, gap it, discourse i've forgotten about that oh yeah. it's june i guess we're gonna the the ya wars are up again are up and at them again <laughs> <laughs> you know ya has always been at war with genre yeah well that that place i mean even even if uh x hadn't happened it it never really recovered from uh trump winning uh, yeah, i'm not calling it x fuck that shit it's twitter <laughs> fuck that shit um Respect. yeah i mean uh 
Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Like once they uh once they they ban the the big guy, uh who you know sucks as a person, absolutely. Poster, incredible. Just amazing. Oh, God tier poster, absolutely. And funny <laughs> monster but funny <laughs> I, pete uh, i i would say like a, I, it's probably like almost a month ago by now maybe it's only been five days and my my sense of time is completely degenerated but but i do remember um him, like somebody reposting an old tweet of his where it was like uh when i said that hillary clinton got schlonged in the election it was not in sexual in nature this is a uh it was a, it's a regular uh, political phrase used very often <laughs> <laughs> very hard something like very common phrase <laughs> just, just like beautiful Incredible. like what <laughs> Do you remember when she went off of the woods for a few months after she got her ass kicked? I still remember the, um, <laughs> yes, I remember that. Uh, and, uh, and I remember that there was a whole, uh, you remember they did like a, a Watchmen parody, which was about the, the, the 2016 elections and that uh, Hillary Clinton was basically like Dr. Manhattan. Oh my God. No, that's awful. Yes, it's it's horror. I mean, initially it was it was pretty funny, and then it it became clear that the uh, the 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 cartoonist was definitely like still with her. You know, that's oh sure, and uh, which is funny because like uh, Doctor Manhattan can do many things all at once, not incrementally. However, that's true. He doesn't really have a sense of pattern time or doesn't care about it. He's just like incrementalism. Why would I do that? <laughs> there's many there there are there were as many atoms before before I did this than after. Why would I care about incrementally doing it? It's like I could means test this, but why? I'm infinite. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I mean that that was also the uh, remember the, the that was one of the big uh, things about Thanos that even even like the quote fans uh, would quote uh, mock where it's like well why didn't he why didn't you just snap and make more stuff if things were running out right well and in the comic he literally did that for electric powered cars he was manufacturing lithium by the ton. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm talking about Thanos. But yes. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Yes. Manhattan was actually sort of making things somewhat better. <laughs> sure. Sure. For certain values of better. Um, yes. So did, did you see my thing about the the DSA meetup last night that I went to? I caught parts of that, but did not. I didn't have the context. So clue me in, Pete. What what okay. happened? Well, you know, uh, you know, uh, old year, new me. I've been trying to do things a little differently. So I've been trying to get out and do social things like, you know, I'm trying to find a bowling team to join, like stuff like that. Just so I have oh, some I, activities. You know, I thought you were, I thought you were going to say that uh, you're, you're going to go out there and, and really push the vote this time. There you go. Well, you know, I did door knock for Bernie, so who knows what will happen this next time around? Probably nothing. But hey, uh, at any rate, I thought I'd check out this DSA mixture. And 
I mean, it was just an endless stream of what the hell. Because the first thing is I showed up to the bar it was happening at, and I was the – uh, I was the only person there that didn't work there. And as people came in, I'm like, are you with the DSA? And they're like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like nobody knew. And I just like traumatized everybody as they walked in the door. So the the people organizing this were half an hour late. And they were mad at me that I was a little annoyed by the fact that I'd been abandoned for a mixer alone by the organization, which I think is just like chef's kiss, you know? Uh, Pete, uh, did you did you ask them? Because honestly, it, I don't see what the problem is, Pete. I mean, these are obviously peak, uh, these are podcast time. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. you, know? <laughs> you know, like you show up a 30 minutes later, uh, it's fine. Who's going to know? Like, yeah. Podcasters do that Kurt, all the time. I see. No. <laughs> Oh, I didn't mention any names. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then like the people who were perfectly good people trying to make the world a better place were uh, definitely stock uh, people for the organization. And, like the uh, the head person was sort of a, a lawyer librarian type who was trying to den mother the whole thing. There was a dude in a misfits jacket who idly commented that he hadn't been out of his house except to do this for two weeks. And then there were like uh, four women uh, who didn't drink and at least three of them weren't old enough to drink yet. And I am <laughs> okay. just like, what kind of organization am I like checking out right now? It was definitely like the one of the weirder experiences of the year. And I, I slapped it in right at the end. Um, we played a game called Llama, which is a card game where where you, you, you have like six cards and you keep like discarding them in numerical order on each other. And llamas are worth 10 points. And I'm like, this this is the DSA. This is what we're doing. <laughs> You know, uh, Pete, let me let me just tell you that sometimes people have, you know, certain anxieties and they need games to calm them down. Fair. I mean, you, you remember, you know, like the the CIA, you know, offices have lots of board games for their for their staff because they have anxiety. I, I did not know that, actually. There's probably you things like diplomacy, right? Yeah. You, know, you don't remember those commercials, dude? No. Oh, my God. Pete, what? I mean, these are these are like two years ago, I want to say, but it was like there was a like, a, I'm a I'm a I forget what it was. I'm an Afro Latina and I have, you know, with anxiety issues and I work for the CIA and you're like, what? Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> Why? It was, it was so it was so, so funny. I mean, this was like I, I think this was this actually um, sort of almost feels prophetic because then you get stuff like oh uh you know like oh there's so many people that are ooh small beans that somehow work for raytheon or <laughs> lockheed martin and you're like oh yeah i guess i guess they get recruited that way too huh Unreal. Whoop, whoop, whoop. sorry we got dogs thank you everyone very helpful so that's my house <laughs> are, are, is that is that the the fireworks going off or somebody um i think i think what's going on is that my upstairs neighbor is getting food delivery ah okay and so we're all very upset because a there's food we can't have and b that whoever that person is clearly doesn't live here yes well i mean uh, it, it's food and uh 
and they're they're invading your place without leaving the food. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 a whole messed up thing. And uh, Chewie has just noticed that I'm talking to the computer again, which is like his least favorite activity of mine. <laughs> is he giving you is he giving you the eye now? That- yeah. Yeah. He's like, come on, man. You know, you know, we could like wrestle. There, there's all sorts of options. <laughs> he's like, come on, dad. Let's tickle fight again. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, you know that thing where I grab your shoe and run? Let's do that. <laughs> and you're like, no, please. Listen. <laughs> that worst game, really. <laughs> so, uh, Pete, apart from blacksmithing and yes. uh, you know, be, being being like uh, a touchstone of your um, of your RPG village, uh, what else have you been up to? Have you seen anything or read anything recently? Well, you, you, you mentioned that you were reading Slan, but anything like other than <laughs> anything good? <laughs> I didn't want to phrase it quite that way, but okay. Uh, let let me. I'm gonna. So I've got two things going on. Uh, the the first is that I am. Um, uh, well, you know, I'm doing the Duolingo thing and trying to get my Spanish up to speed. Please do not switch to Spanish, dude, because I will be boned. But I'm I'm starting to download books in Spanish to try and listen to them that way. So. Mm. Um, in the short term, I'm doing books that I know, like Charles Strauss's Singularity Sky and listening to that in Spanish or some Zelazny. But eventually, I'm going to be hitting you know, everyone on Earth up for uh, good Hispanic authors to do this. Mm. Because uh, thinking about what I want to do with my life, uh, one of the things I want to do is end up on a beach. And the best way for me to do that is to go to a place where everybody – uh, well, there's a lot of beach and that's probably like Guayaquil or something like that. You know, rent an apartment there, hang out for a few years, figure out what I do next and come back. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that seems cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that seems pretty cool. Did, did I, I don't know if I've told you this or, or mentioned it here, but, uh, I, I forget if I even mentioned it when we did the Lord of the Rings, uh, uh, month, uh, a couple of years back. But um, you know that there, there obviously there's very good translations of Lord of the Rings in Spanish. Hmm. Uh, and one of the things that delights me uh, about some of these translations, especially the how they've translated the names, are so they're so clever, and it's obviously the, obvious that they're having fun with it. Uh, so so you know Bilbo. Bilbo Baggins, right? So a bag mm-hmm. in Spanish is a bolsa or a, you know, like a bolsa is a bag. Okay. It's, so when they translate the Baggins name, it's bolson. Nice. Um, so yeah, duo the owl in my, in my ear is going maleta, maleta. It's like, <laughs> shut up, dude. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I get it. Horses don't carry uh, suitcases. Okay. What the fuck kind of, I'm never going to use this sentence in, in conversation. What the fuck? Um, and it just so happens that uh, you, you go to some foreign country and in fact, the horses are your valets, you know? Um, but uh, but anyway, the other the other one that that just makes me smile is so, you know, the word for tree in Spanish, right? Uh, Ar- I arbor. should. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like arbor, right. Yep. Just just arbor, arbor. It's it's the same root. Right. Um, so the the word for beard 
in Spanish is barba. As in barber. Yes, exactly right. Or barb as a like, you know, anyway, the, the point is that Treebeard's name is Barbol. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, I laugh every time. It never fails, man. It's such a such a uh, so much fun to read those names translated that way. No, that's very cool. Like, yeah. So, I mean, I definitely want to. This is a conversation I want to continue to have with you because like developing my I uh, like during my educational years, I had about eight years of Spanish which really was about four years of effective Spanish because I, I was paying the minimum amount of attention. <laughs> yes. and, and so now, now it's like, well, no, I mean, like that's, that's a third of the world. Like I, I, I want to be able to talk to an additional third of the world. This is worth my time. So I'm, that's, you know, that, that's probably the most constructive of the strange things I'm doing right now to try and, you know, new Pete, is that is yes. that like new? Oh wait, is it new Pete making new metal? Yeah, exactly. And new Pete. <laughs> well, yeah, also new Pete is making new metal. Just you know, literally. Oh, well, there we go. Exactly. That that is literally true. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so how does it? How does it feel to have an animal companion that large, Pete? Um, most of the time it's fine because like, you know, you look over and you're like, oh, that's chewy. But occasionally you'll find yourself in a situation where like you're leaning down to hand him some meat and you could see that he's like really worked up and you're like, you know, I don't think he could kill me, but he could make a really good go at it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, what what? Ha- let me let me think here because I've been reading. Actually, I, I I've been reading quite a bit recently, and mm-hmm. I mean, apart from just regular, uh, just stuff that I run across and stuff like that. Um, what was it? Uh, I read. I think I mentioned this last one in one of the previous episodes that I I, I read this novella called The Last Dragoners of Balbazar, um, which was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also read, if you call that reading exactly, uh, a manga adaptation of The Shadow Over Innsmouth uh, by... Oh, I wow. Want, it's, it, I mean, it, it's one of my favorite of uh, of Lovecraft's stories, honestly. And also... It's the, pretty neat. Uh, yeah, the, the mangaka uh, is, I, I want to say, and forgive me if I'm mispronouncing this, it's Go Tanabe. Um, and apparently Dark Horse is sort of like translating his, he's got a series of different Lovecraft adaptations, uh, including at the mountains of madness. Uh, I think the color out of space as well. So I'm like, now that I've finished that one and like the artwork is just so, so good. Everyone out there, do yourselves a favor. If you have not, if you've never heard of this, just look up. Shadow over Innsmouth manga Go Tanabe G O U Go Tanabe and uh, look at some of those uh, screenshots or, or captures of the artwork. It is amazingly detailed. This is really good. Um, and uh, what other thing? Oh, uh, I finished reading uh, Squire, which is made shit. I always forget. It's Nadia Shamas, I think, is the. Um, one of the artists 
and Sarah Alpha G or Alpha G. I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce her last name. Okay. Uh, which is also very good. Um, more, I think that's more along the lines of like a, more of a, a, I would say like maybe a, a, a YA, perhaps even a middle grade type of uh, reading level, but it was still rather good. I thought, I thought it was very nuanced. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, I recently read uh, The Great God Pan, which uh, will be, I mean, at this point, you've already listened to our episode on it. So, <laughs> uh, and what else? I'm also reading a couple other things here and there uh, that I, I can't really discuss too much right now, but um, uh, one of them isn't so great. <laughs> okay. Uh, one one is uh, yeah like the one that's not so great is more or less a hate read more than anything else and uh then there's something else that i'll be getting back together with uh jeff martin who came came on to talk to us about um oh, shit what is the name of the uh the movie the trauma movie uh something something Doom that I want to say it's the doom that came to Frogtown, but I'm, I know I'm mixing up hell, Lovecraft. Hell comes to Frogtown. Hell comes to Frogtown. There we go. Thank you, Pete, for the assist. No problem. Uh, so yeah, the hell, you know, he came on for that with, uh, with, uh, and also for the bolt gun uh, episode. So we're gonna do. Um, we we hope to be able to do a little episode on a recent indie press one that is basically called Chain Devils. That feels very much like I think the tagline I'd use is imagine sort of Warhammer 40K Marines if they were rednecks in the Ozarks. Mm -hmm. And this is like obviously like a post-apocalyptic uh, Ozark region, right? Uh, just very okay. grimy and gross. And uh, and what else? Uh, I mean, we we rewatched. Uh, we rewatched Ponyo the other night, and that was lots of fun too. So, yeah, yeah, I keep seeing like all of all of the Ghibli showing up on on Max or Pro Max or whatever the hell they call it the the HBO. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's HBO. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know they wanted they they called it Max or whatever the fuck, but I, I think what? they're calling it X now. I mean, shit. <laughs> Everything's gonna be fucking called X. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I really want to do a wife joke there, man. <laughs> hey, oh, <laughs> no respect. <laughs> um, how um, how is Biz? Biz is uh, pretty good. I mean, she's got it. She's she's. I mean, she's like thirteen now, so she's sure. She's getting on and, you know, she's very, very old for she's become an old lady now, but yeah. uh, still has a little bit of a spring on her step. You know, she's still has her um, I, I love to call it her being naughty, but really her naughtiness or her mischievousness is just so innocuous. And it's, it's like, ah, I got a sock. You're like, OK, <laughs> <laughs> what an evil girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, she'll, she'll surprise us every once in a while. Like, uh, I want to say like, uh, like sometime at the beginning of November, um, we, we managed to pick up barbecue at this place that is up, up the road from us that would like, that's, that was like their last, last day of the season. Uh, they close over winter and whatnot. And so. Sure. 
she got like a, a big platter that has like three different things. It's it's easily I want to say it's like three pounds of meat. Like I want to say I might be exaggerating slightly, but it's like maybe between two to three pounds of meat, uh, not including sides. Right. And she left it on the stovetop. You know, Nicole left it on the stovetop and um, it turns out that she did not close the door and it, uh, you know, somebody's nose led her there. Sure. She knocked it over and just horked as much as she could <laughs> down, uh, which is all of it, all of the meat. Um, That's awesome. And, I mean, it's terrible. I'm sorry, but it's also kind of awesome. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't really be too mad. I was like, and, and even Nicole was like, I know I forgot to close the door and left her, you know, like didn't really notice that she'd been quiet in the kitchen for so long. Yeah. This is a dog after all. Yeah. 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 She, she's not perfect, you know? Uh, but, but you know, that, that's like almost the extent of how not quote naughty she can get. And it's like, wow, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you act like a dog. Okay. Yeah, uh, Leia is a ruthless suck up, and Chewie is. I honestly, he's not. He's not sophisticated enough to really get. Like he'll break. He'll break something and eat what's inside, but that's as bad as it gets. And like you can prevent that. I mean, Pete, how did you manage to to basically get a dog that is that is? I mean, you basically adopted Conan in dog form, right? <laughs> <It's> so good. <laughs> he's just like. Sophistication. What is that? Yeah, exactly. Frontal attack. <laughs> I am king. Yeah, it's like scaring the bejesus out of the neighbors. Like one of the <laughs> things is we share a fence line with a neighbor with a couple of dogs and like they have never seen Chewie, but Chewie bullies them through the fence. And the only way I can pull him away is I get the pooper scooper, which he is terrified of, and bring it over, and he runs inside. <laughs> he's, he's like, sorcery, and he flees. <laughs> the sorcerer has gotten his staff. I must flee. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, sure, dude. Whatever, whatever makes this end. I mean, I'm just imagining that he turns around and suddenly you're wreathed in flame and you look like Skeletor. <laughs> yeah. It's like demon dogs, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so Pete, do you have any, uh, do you, I mean, it, it seems like you've already uh, t taken on, you've taken on some 2024 energy by uh, enacting some resolutions in 2023. So. Yeah, yeah, because I, I try not to do the New Year's ones because I know that I, I won't. Uh, but so I, I guess I guess what I want to do is is keep rolling. That's my resolution. Like all the all the things that I'm trying to do now to keep pushing away at them because, you know, it's uh, uh, so uh, not to be grim at you guys. I hope you're having a great time. But like so much in your life is out of your out of your control that if you can grab three or four things that you can control and just whoop ass, you're going to have a better life. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's it's important to um, narrow down, figure out not not yourself, but figure out how you can narrow down something, some things that you can control, right? Yeah, uh, because yeah, like like I mean, in the face of everything that's been happening, you know, like all the fucking horrors, and you know, like. 
you know, like I, I even hesitate to talk about it, but because like it's you know, like there's at least three different genocides happening right now as we're speaking, mm-hmm. and I, I, I can't do a goddamn thing about it. Like me personally, cannot do anything to stop that. Uh, what I can do is try to affect change in what small ways I can. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and generally, you know, that means you know, giving someone money, you know, trying to support. Uh, you know, X or Y person, you know, like almost at an interpersonal level. It, it's, it sucks. It sucks. But, you know, yeah. I, I guess it's also a way to just, you know, continue trying to live, you know, I, I don't know. What, right. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's really easy. Like if you start getting all the yardsticks out and comparing what you're doing to the larger world, it's like I, there are three genocides and I am sorting my recycling like, obviously, at that point, you're going to stop sorting your recycling. So don't do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, right. all you all you can do is, like, take your tiny spot of ground and make something better with it. And if the world's still shitty, well, like, nobody asked you for more. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, I think it's it's also one of these things where I, I, I hesitate to say that, you know, a, a capital T, they are doing anything. But one of the, the – definitely one of the um, – one of the byproducts can, of can this I type- just say that I would give so much money for you to go off on a tirade about the Rothschilds right now or the Rockefellers? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you, you know, I, 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 I might, I might after the Rockefellers more than anything else. But anyway, uh, keep going. I'm sorry. I mean, Standard Oil fucked up, fucked, fucked things up royally, didn't it? Um, but but what, I guess what I'm getting at is that um, one of the byproducts of like this sort of world where no one where no one wants to claim responsibility for being in control of anything is the fact that it, it does actually like you say it sort of engenders like a, a feeling of futility right and yeah and like you say like just because you know that's everything is happening maybe you should still sweep your house and you know gather your recycling and and put out your garbage uh, and continue to do the, the everyday things that are sort of like expected of us uh, by by others around you, because you're not you're not going to make anything any, any better by just being, you know, ad- adopting like a despair that is that that doesn't really help anybody either, you know. Yeah, well, and I mean, it, it really, that stuff's contagious. Like, like you, you don't think you have uh, uh, a lot of control about what's happening on around you, but I guarantee you that if you if you start suffocating on your own dirty laundry and lose your smile and everything else, everybody you know is going to feel that, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and even then, like, I think that that's more on a, more of a, a localized social level, right? Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, like you'll feel you'll, you or I would feel that much sooner than, you know, whatever's happening overseas, uh, which is not to diminish it. It's just simply like we're sadly forced to sort of prioritize certain things. And, and it's you do still have to continue living in a way that does not sort of affect other people, you know, uh, right. Affect other people negatively, I should say. Exactly. Exactly. Well put, sir. Uh, but yeah, I mean, other than that, you got any other, uh, any other resolution, you got any new resolutions? Are you going to just start those, uh, start your 2025 ones in the midst of 2024? Is that, yeah, that's probably what I'm going to do. You know how it is. Um, 
More tattoos. There, there you go. <laughs> now Pete's, Pete's just going to be fucking proactive. And, and you've heard of Christmas in July. He's going to be like, fuck that. Resolutions in August, motherfucker. Yeah, there we go, man. <laughs> <laughs> more more, more uh, tattoos? Yeah, yeah. Because really, yeah, you really should. If, if you're going to resolve to do something in the new year, resolve to do something you're going to do anyway, which takes the pressure off. And then decide to do some things like completely independently of some sort of weird promise to the end of the year. God, (laughs) you mean old man year? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I like, like, yeah, I believe you sacrifice him to the new baby or something. It's, it's very confusing. I I always thought that the baby just burst out of his chest fully formed. Oh God. I love that idea. (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know, and then runs away to molt and then become adultier. Uh, you know, I something occurred to me recently. Uh, I, I am 53, uh, not asking for your age. I'm just putting it out there. But in two years, I'm going to be able to, like, live in those 55 plus communities. And mm. I am really excited to move to a more interesting town, go to one of those and just screw it up. Like, just make it miserable for them. Why is there a black party? Like, I'm totally going to be that guy. It'll be amazing. Wait, you said block party, right, Pete? Yeah, yeah. What What did you hear, blog? <laughs> no, I, I thought you said black party. I was like, damn, Pete, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, well, we, do, we just said that you shouldn't judge me for what I think. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this was, in fairness, was something you just said. No, yeah, okay, uh, that's I mean, fair. In, 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 in like, uh, but yeah, like <laughs> just go over there and, and join up just to be a fucking party pooper for everyone. <laughs> exactly, man. Have a tiki bar on my front lawn or organize the tackle football games among the elderly. I just, I'd love it. Oh, no, no. You see, you, you, you paint actual goatsy uh, on the cornhole boards. Oh, nice. Nice. I- invite a bunch of kids over. I don't know. And let them run wild. <laughs> oh, oh! You mean like the cast of Goonies coming to visit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Richard Donner <laughs> on vacation? Grandma, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just going to continue plugging away at writing and stuff like that. So excellent. I, I, I can't say that I, I, I'm not a. I don't like to like give myself like these resolutions because it's like. And then if you fuck it up, then you feel bad about yourself. So, Well, I think that's very true. I mean, it, like if you are one of those people that can do the resolution thing and it, and it helps you do it. But like, man, I've never succeeded. So I'm just doing stuff on my own. Do it. Do it works. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. I, I think it's 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 a fun thing to do, but it's also like eh, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, well, don't do it. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, Pete, I, I, I certainly hope that in 2024, we can, we can get even, even if it's a, a prototype blade, we, we, we can have some, uh, some actual, something to show for you studying the blade. Hell yeah, man. All right. Well, uh, Pete, thanks again. Always oh. a pleasure talking to you, man. Oh, you too. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Same, same, same. 
I mean, I would say same, but really it's same for having me on, what was it, like three, four years ago? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, happy birthday. You too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the worst one is always uh, when people say, uh, when you think that they're going to say, uh, I hope you have a great day. And what they say, what they say is, hi, or good morning. You're like, you too. And you're like, yeah. fuck, fuck, I fucked that it up. That didn't work. <laughs> God damn it. Um, but yeah, in any case, uh, everyone out there, thanks again for listening in. And uh, yeah, happy 2024, even if it's a little late. Sorry, I was trying to get here. Catch you next time here on Podside. Side.